to live unapologetically podcast with Curtis Pipes. Imagine never having to apologize for who you are. The Live Unapologetically Podcast. What is up, my beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Unapologetically Podcast with Curtis Pipes. I'm your host, Curtis Pipes. Now, what we're going to be talking about today, I firmly believe, is one of the ways, probably probably the top three ways that you're going to experience success if you're an entrepreneur if, or if you're a business owner. This is one way, again, the top three you must have in order to experience success on a world-impacting, forget it, universe-impacting <laughs> level. And that is health. I'll say it again. In order to have universal impact success, you must be healthy. And I'm using this in a broad in a broad way. I'm not just talking about physical health. I'm also talking about mental health. And you're probably thinking, Curtis, it goes without saying. Yes, that's an obvious one. But do you understand that the top 10 most successful wealthy people in our are on our planet, seven out of 10 of them have a workout regime every single day. So there is three that do not work out. And one of them comes to mind right away. As you know, Elon Musk, he set his heart out. He set his heart on buying Twitter. And that negotiation or sorry, that acquisition is still hanging in the balance. And got this is what really got me thinking about this entire topic is that he's able to up and buy Twitter or say he's going to buy Twitter. And besides all the criticism and the judgment, he's got all that money. Why don't he do this? Why don't he do, do this instead? You know, he can feed the hungry and, you know, how so many people on a side note for all those who are judging him for how he's spending his money. Think about how you spending your money. Are you buying a coffee every day? Are you spending your food on process? Are you spending your money on processed food? If you are, think about all the money. Actually, what I want you to do is, if you are one of those people, calculate all the money you spend on coffee and processed food in the last six months, and see how much you've wasted. Think about you could have done the same thing. You could have given money to the hungry. So don't sit there and judge the man for how he spends his money. But what I'm going, what I want to get back on topic before I go anywhere else with that is how since that deal is still hanging in the balance, it really got me thinking about how he thinks and how he reacts and how he doesn't necessarily respond to a situation. Because now there's all this red tape coming up in terms of the money that he wanted to put forth and in terms of shares and investment and everything else. And he still ain't got Twitter. Whereas, and he is one of the three in the top 10 of the wealthiest people in the world who do not work out. He says he wish he didn't have to work out. He doesn't want to go through the pain of hiring a trainer. He doesn't want to eat right. He'd he rather just have his food the way he wants to have his food. And he walks on a treadmill. Now, those who are in the fitness, in the physical fitness, you know, if you're trying to lose weight and be healthy, healthier, you got to have a calorie deficit. Now, judging on current pictures of Mr. Musk, 
He does not have a calorie deficit. But looking also at the mental aspect, when you're unhealthy in your body, that says something about your mind. He can have all the money in the world, which he does. He's number one. But that does not equal success in your mind and in your body. And that's what I'm trying to get across to you all. That if you ultimately want success in your life, in your, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have a business, you must, you must have your health, mental and physical, as your number one priority. Now, a lot of the stuff that we grew up with, being conditioned with, and even now through social media, just, just the way that... The traditional way of becoming successful, you got to grind it out. Work 80, 90 90 hours a week. You got to grind, you got to grind, you got to grind. Now, I firmly believe that you do need to work hard. Don't get me wrong. You need to put that work in. That is a given. You must put that work in. But you also need to work smart. I'll say it again. You must put that work in, but you also need to work smart. If you're not working smart, what comes behind not working smart? The anxiety, the overwhelm, the frustration, the confusion, the decision fatigue. Most people in high positions who are out of shape, mentally and physically, become exhausted easily by midday. If they're higher up, we're talking CEOs and the couple positions below them, They experience decision fatigue by midday because they have so many decisions. But what they found was when they started to get in shape and do the work on themselves mentally, they were more focused. Decision fatigue basically was a yesterday's thought. More confidence and also trickled down into their team and production went up. Now, another person who talks about this, who believes in this, is Ariana Huffington. Now, if you know anything about this wonderful woman, she damn near, no, she didn't damn near, she did knock herself out because she passed out and broke her jaw because she was working like 80 plus hours a week. That was her wake up sign to put more focus on herself and her health, her physical and mental health. And now she basically is a leader globally in speaking about how our wellness directly correlates to our success in business, just like I'm talking about right now. I can't tell you how many clients I've worked with who come to me because they're exhausted, they're fatigued, they're tired of only being at a certain level in their business. And my first question to them is, are you working out? Are you exercising? Nine times out of 10, I'm getting a no. I don't have time. When am I going to do it? I'm at work all day. I have all these priorities. I'm doing everything myself. I don't have a team. I need leaders. Every time I hire someone, they're not the right person, so they leave. I got arrogant people working for me, and they think they know more than me, even though I've been in this business for 20 plus years. And so I have to show them how to do the job, and their ego gets in the way, and then they leave. All these sites, you know, with, with potential employers come to me for an interview and they don't know what they're talking about. I can't find help. What do I do? What do I do? Now, I understand when you are a leader of a company that you need those, that supportive staff. 
And if you don't have it, and I've lived this way before, what is, what is our default? We do everything ourselves. As an entrepreneur, I've done everything myself for years. And tell you, I can tell you from firsthand knowledge, firsthand experience, it left me exhausted, physically exhausted to the point. And I'm an advocate of physical fitness. I'm a fitness freak. I've been in fitness my entire life. I love to clang and bang. I love to put it in sweat equity. I love to garage grind it out. Or if I'm at the gym, that sweat savagery. I love it all, people. I love it. I absolutely love it. I get up at 3.30 a.m. to be at the gym by 4 so I can smash it out with not a lot of people around. I can curse and yell, whatever I need to do, but it is my time. I'm a firm believer in exercise. It should be an anchor in everyone's life. But these people that I'm talking about, my clients who first come to me, they don't have, they don't, they feel that they don't have the space. And I tell them flat out, why don't you get up early? Oh, I can't do that. So you mean to tell me you can't give yourself at least 30 minutes? You can't choose to put yourself first above the business for 30 minutes just to exercise. Well, I have long days. Okay, the, the thing that starts to really come to the surface when I'm first talking to my clients and also with me, I can, I'm also talking about myself here in my, early, uh, in my early journey, was that I wasn't putting myself first and I wasn't putting in boundaries. And the number one way you could put in boundaries, my beautiful people, the number one way is to say no. And if you want to put some attitude on it, you can say, hell no. Because either one of those is a complete sentence. It doesn't need a justification. It doesn't need an explanation. No, it's complete sentence. Hell no, it's a complete sentence. That's how you can give your first boundary because you are showing people how they should talk to you and interact with you. You are showing yourself also through the repetition of saying no, especially when you know it's a hard no before you open your mouth. But we want to people please and you want to make sure your team is getting things done and you feel that you need to give a little bit more to the business and or your value in life is tied to your monetary success in your business. That's a whole nother conversation. If your success is tied to your business and how successful it is, you really need to go in on yourself and realize, you know what? When you was born, you did, when you was born, you did not have this business, my people. When you was born, you did not have this business. When you started to walk, you did not have this business. When you first started in school, you didn't know what business you were going to go into, what business you was going to run. You probably didn't know it in high school. So for your importance, because probably you were made wrong a lot when you were little and you were growing up and people picked on you, when you started gaining money and you saw people starting to like you for, you may have had a paper out, next thing you know, you're, you're, you have money in your pocket. This happened to me. I had a paper out when I was 13 years old. I started getting that money. My fr- some friends started to come around. So you, like myself, at some point started tying in importance to money. But if you were like that now as an adult, You spent years and years and years living that way. And so you will put that 18, 19 hours a day in because you can see on a spreadsheet how much money you've made. You can see at the end of the year how much money you've made. You can see through that new contract acquisition that you've gotten that it's paying off. But at the same time, your hair is falling out. You get exhausted walking to your car. 
You can't do a sit-up. You can't do a push-up. You can't go walking with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or, you know, just going biking because you are out of shape. You're eating like crap and you wonder why at 3.30 in the afternoon you need that sugar spike. You're wondering why when you get up in the morning, you know, you probably got a good night's sleep, but you're still exhausted. Anxiety, unhealthiness in your mind, unhealthiness in your body. Well, keep those things going in your life. But as soon as you start saying no, you will feel so liberated that you will continue to say it for things that don't serve you. And when you start to do that and you start to say yes to yourself and bring it into health, mental and physical health, and you can see, I'm telling you, there's a tight correlation between if you had a graph with an X and Y axes, your weight and fat go down, your energy goes up. What happens to the business? It follows the energy because you have more focus. You have more clarity. You don't have a lot of decisions on your plate anymore. Why? Because you are able to trust your process and trust the people in your camp, in your team. Give them the power. Give them the learning to take things off your plate that you don't need to have your hands in anyway. Give them their own cookie jar. Give them their own flavor cookie, their own favorite cookie, and let them eat. Meanwhile, you focus on the cookie jars that you need to focus on, two or three, and your flavor, and you get to eating. The other time, you focus on yourself and get your fitness up, get your health up. Because we are in a new era where mental health is so key and talked about so much and still needs to be talked about it a lot. And there's tons of resources that still need to be thrown towards mental health. But we are in a spot now where mental health is so key, and not just adults, but in our kids, showing our kids it's okay to express their feelings, especially boys. Not calling girls dramatic for expressing themselves. Not calling boys or picking on boys for expressing themselves. Because later on in life, that's just going to lead to something catastrophic for them, possibly. For me, it ended up with me attempting suicide because I couldn't express my feelings because I was being overdramatic. I was being laughed at. So I thought that I was wrong. So I boiled it up. One day, one day I just decided, you know, I'm out. And I tried to hang myself. Actually, I was hanging. Luckily, I was able to save myself. But as I got into becoming an entrepreneur, like I said earlier, at first, I had my hands and fingers and everything, toes, eyelashes, everything. But it didn't make sense to me on why I was seeing some success, but I couldn't get over a certain hurdle. But when I started peeling the layers back, I couldn't get over the hurdle because one, I wasn't changing my habits, but two, I was too damn tired to even try to change them. Because I wasn't taking care of myself. And the result of me not taking care of myself, yeah, I was working out, but I wasn't doing the other things like eating, right? I know we've all been there. Oh, I can go to the gym. I'm going to go and have these drinks. Well, so I'll do this much cardio tomorrow. Or I'm going to go out with my friends and go to this restaurant and eat this food. So I'll go work out this long tomorrow to counterbalance it. It doesn't work like that. Plus all the toxins and a lot of the foods that we have, even at restaurants, mess with you biochemically. So you're still fatigued and it's still all in your muscles the next day. It's not going to go away that fast. Trust me. Alcohol is in your system, even though when you think you sweat it out for a very long time. But I wasn't doing the small things. 
And so next thing you know, what happens? I gain 20 pounds. And I sit here and think now, I always used to wonder like how could, I used to, and, I, and I'll raise my hand up, you can't see it, but I'm raising my hand right now. I used to look at some, uh, some people who are really overweight and be like, how could they allow themselves to get that big? Sometimes you just don't notice it. In my case, I didn't even notice that I was 20 pounds overweight. Like I, I could tell a little bit and I was a little in denial. You know, my shorts were a little tight, my shirts were a little tight, but I really started to feel it in my body, how heavy my body was. When I started to do some training in my garage doing you know, CrossFit workouts and things of that nature, some plyometrics, my knees and my hips and my lower back would kill me. And it's because I had that extra 20 pounds. When I figured that out, it was like a light bulb went off. I was like, look, you've got to get this weight off. So I continued to work out, but I used um, calorie counting because again, it's like a metrics. You need to know and you need to see the numbers and see how, see where you are in your fitness and what you're taking in and how much how many calories something actually has, how many micronutrients, how many macronutrients a food actually has so you can lose the weight and be at a deficit. So I really started paying attention to that. Next thing you know, I lost the 20 pounds and some more and I feel amazing. What I didn't realize is as I was losing the weight, my confidence went up. I was feeling great. My energy went up and so did the success in my business. My business climbed as my energy climbed, as my fitness climbed, as my mental health climbed. There's such a huge, huge correlation with those two things. And if you're stuck at a certain level in your business, Ask yourself, seriously ask yourself, one, where's my mental health? Two, where's my physical health? Three, what are my habits? And four, what habits do I need to become the person that is going to get me to the next level? I can tell you right now, one of the habits, if you do not have it, that's going to get you to the next level is taking care of your mental and physical health. I'm sure you can go into a board meeting or whatever at your team meeting, and talk business out the wazoo. You got that down, obviously. You're a six or seven-figure earner, eight-figure earner. You could do that with your eyes closed. You could do it backwards. But are you able to express how you feel? Are you able to set boundaries for yourself to show yourself and your team that you are important, that you, the value that you get now is coming from inside. Are you able to express that? Are you able to let people in to help you, to support you, who you know will support you, to create those boundaries? But the, the boundaries always start with you. But allowing other people to know what they are will also help. If you've asked your question, how is your mental health, and you have no idea, or you have asked yourself, how is your physical health, and you really know that you're not doing anything, those are the first two you need to take care of. Because your business is a reflection of you. Your business is a reflection of you. And once you get down to the nitty gritty and you grind it out, it's going to be, conf- it's going to be confronting. It's going to be extremely confronting. But if you have created a six-figure six business, if you created a, have created a seven-figure business, 
then challenges and confrontation, you've experienced it. But it's going to be confronting on, it's going to be very confronting when you have to look at yourself in the mirror. Because you can't hide. The truth is there. You have to let yourself know that you are not happy with how you're thinking and how you feel and what that makes you feel about yourself. So then next time you ask yourself, how's your health? And you feel great. How's your fitness health? You feel amazing. You will see that your business is amazing and even healthier. Your leaders are healthier. Your employees are healthier. You're acquiring more clients. You're acquiring more customers. And in the end, you're impacting more people. And even more over that, you're earning more money. It's all correlated. It's all, it all goes together. But it's all a reflection of you. Who you are is what you will attract. So I hope you got something from this podcast. I want you to go out there and again, ask yourself, how is my physical health? How is my mental health? What boundaries can I set? What do I ultimately want my, want my business to go? Where do I ultimately want my business to go? And what habits do I need to put in place starting now, as in yesterday now, that's going to allow me to become the person that is going to be an 11 in physical and mental health so my business can go to the next level. And I am able to take my hands up out of all the cookie jars and only focus on a few cookie jars of my own, which will allow me the space to A, either get up in the morning to work out. Studies have shown working out in the morning first thing really sets your mind to be focused and get shit done throughout the day. Or you allow yourself to say, no, I'm not going to have this meeting go over at midday and you can exercise at lunch. Or you get your butt to the gym or your home gym or whatever and you work out after work. But you've allowed yourself the space because you built the habits. You've said no because you're creating boundaries and showing people how you now are only going to allow yourself to be treated this way. First telling yourself and showing yourself and then it will trickle down and fuse into other people. But unless you take care of your health, your physical health and your mental health, you will be stuck at the position you are in your business or it will go down. Your productivity will decrease. Your impact will decrease. Your revenue will decrease. Your confidence will decrease. Your leadership, your leadership amongst your team will decrease. And then you have a whole other problem on your hands. For those who have gotten rich, lost it, and gotten it back, they have the skills, they've honed the talents, but they've also had their mental health and the fortitude to work it out and work through those challenges, and the physical health to allow them to be mentally strong to get the riches back, to get their money back. So where are you in your journey, and where, who do you need to be to get to the next level? I will leave you with that. Thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Live Unapologetically podcast. My name is Curtis Pipes. Please feel free, as always, to leave comments. I love listening and reading your comments. Until next time, 
peace, and love. Be great to everybody. And most importantly, be great to yourself. Hey, what's up, my beautiful people? Curtis Pipes here. If you enjoy listening to this episode of Live Unapologetically, please subscribe, please review, and please rank this podcast so the more people that do so, like yourself, this will go around the world and impact more people. That is the goal, that is the intention, that is the entire vision. I appreciate your support. Thank you.